It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everyone. We love doing Locked On Cubs, but as we explore ways to do this on a more full-time basis, we are excited to launch a second show under the subscription model. Want more Matt and Sam? Well, for $5 a month, you could listen to us talk about almost anything and more importantly, support us as creators. Subscribe to Matt and Sam Unlocked at the link in this episode description. Let's get on with the show. The Cubs are loaded with prospects. We tell you about it more now. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Best way to support the show is by listening every day on your preferred audio platform and by pressing like and subscribe on YouTube. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Wednesday episode as we plan for four episodes this week. So we'll be with you on Thursday as well. It's presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Baseball Prospectus released their preseason top 101 prospects list on Tuesday, and it was flooded with Cubs players. The Northsiders landed nine prospects on the list. Coming in at number 20, Pete Pro Armstrong, 21, Matt Shaw, 27, Cade Horton, 65, Owen Casey, 71, Michael Bush, 80, Kevin Alcantara, 84, Moises Ballesteros, 91, James Triantos, 94, Jordan Wicks, and Ben Brown was on the outside looking in, at least on this list. Sam, we've known that the the system has been regarded as a a higher-tier system, perhaps even elite. You had Lindsey Crosby the last week of the the calendar year on here. We've had him on a few times now. He really thinks highly of the Cubs, including a couple of these players that we'll zoom in on today as well. Uh, But more confirmation about the Cubs system right here. And shout out to Lindsey Crosby, who did a podcast today with John Smoltz. I don't know if you saw that. But, what? Uh, yeah, it was all over Twitter, but you don't really go on social media. Well, um, not till not till 3 p.m. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, shout out to Lindsey. What uh, is there? What, what, did the Cubs have the most on the list? By far. They did, yeah. I think Orioles I think, have six. So do the Cardinals, six. I think the Cubs have the deepest system, you know, and that's yep. why, and, and it's actually kind of, um, you know, makes sense that we're talking to talk about class a later because yeah. the, because of these prospects, the Cubs are so such a good trade fit for so many teams. Cause they just, they have so many solid prospects and look, they don't have that one blue chipper, right? That, that, that the the highest guys PCA at twenty. I personally think Cade Horton's the best prospect in the system at this point. Um, 
you know, but they don't have a top five, top 10. But when you have nine in the top 100, you know, as as Craig Council says, you know, you're, you're in a very healthy position. And the Cubs are. They have a ton of currency. Um, I would personally like to see them, you know, use more of the actual financial currency in this in this uh, free agency. And I'll get to that when we talk about Class A. But I think it's a really positive thing. I think it's Jed Hoyer's um, meal ticket right now. It's why Jed Hoyer has a job. It's why Jed Hoyer, I think, still is an overall pretty good standing among Cubs Nation. I mean, he literally took a a bottom level farm system once he, you know, when he inherited what he inherited when he traded all the core, he turned it into, I think, you know, Lindsay says on, on, on here, the top third, I, I personally, and obviously he's the expert, but when you have nine guys in the top hundred, I think you have to be at least in the top five. Um, and, oh, and there's system. So, yeah. I think yeah. they have the second best system. Yeah. Uh, the Orioles have six guys top hundred, but three are in the top 12. Yeah. And I think there's so many, questions about a lot of these guys like PCAs in the low 20s because you know he had a little cameo that didn't go that well in the big leagues Matt Shaw has just soared up the list that's crazy and he's I, barely even been around I and, don't get it I, and, I, it might be raining on the parade a bit as you take a sip of Gatorade but how is Matt Shaw 21st shout out to Sosa I mean because of Mike Schmidt, he's man. had like a hundred at bats. It's not a coincidence that they share initials, Matt Shaw, Mike Schmidt. Wow. So, uh, and positions, no. I guess too. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why I brought him up. But, um, you know, I, I think it's a positive thing. I, I, I wonder what Jackson Ferris was on there. Right. You know, Didn't see I, that. Yeah. I think he might be in the, in that 70 to 80 range. Uh, Michael Bush in the seventies is a little low, but I think it's because he's older. Right. You know? And so, uh, yeah. I can't remember <laughs> if I talked about it on here yet, or if it was on an X spaces. Mm -hmm. Well, you've been doing a lot of those. Lindsay saying Kate Horton would start game two of the NLDS was, was blasphemous. No, I, I don't think you're, you're, I don't think you're taking, I'm taking it too literally. Yeah, no, I just think you're. I think he's saying that he believes Cade Horton, if he were to get called up and perform, would be the second best pitcher on the Cubs this and, fall. Yeah, if he were to come up, yeah, this October though. But I, I don't think it's like a literal prediction. I'm just saying he. I think the point he was trying to make is Cade Horton's upside. You is tremendous. You, now this is before they got Imanaga, but you would much rather have him out there than like a, a Tyone because he could just wow, okay. wipe guys away. Well, that's nope. really exciting. If he if his upside <laughs> is that is that full tilt, I, I can't wait to watch this guy. Well, he's one of the best pitching prospects in baseball. He should I be know, starting he's the a best right-handed pitching prospect allegedly. Well, no, behind I think he's third behind the Pirates guy. Well, whatever, else. you know, Skeens or whatever. That guy from Pittsburgh. I can't uh, keep up with guys. the prospects. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, you're not a big prospect. The guy. prospect and, puzzle. No, and I, there's the nothing prospect wrong. Prospect prize. Let's keep trying out other thumbnail captions. Prospect paths. No, I don't like that one. It does it have to be a, an alliteration or? That's the theme of this week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. All right. Well, no, I feel pretty good about about the prospects and. Well, here, let me give you this and nice ring, nice, nice subtle scratch of the face, so we oh. can see the ring. It looks good, man. Congrats, <laughs> congrats. It's awesome. Any... Let me show you mine, man. Any qual? <laughs> Here's my ring. 
I got one. I got one ring. It's from 2016, brother. I remember you called me out for this last when I used the word qualms. Any qualms about Ben Brown not being in the top 100, or it's just a big list? Uh, I have no qualms, man. And and, so I wanted to give you. Can we spell qualms? Is it Q U qualms? Q U A L M S. Is that qualms? Yeah. Somebody commented the other day they were freaked out by the laugh. They didn't know that it was Jed Hoyer. They thought it was like a producer in the background. That was today. I just responded. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. I said, that's the Hoyer sound drop. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, we have a lot of new newcomers. They appreciate you checking out the show. Shout out to the everydayers. Uh, who are this every episode? Each I'd, like to, I'd like to rank my top five Cubs prospects before we go to break. Yes, and I also like to give you the positions of the nine in the top 101. I think that's important to look at their positions. Go ahead. Oh, or I could do that first if you want. You do that first, please. All right, so PCA through Wicks, outfielder, third baseman, starting pitcher, outfielder, first baseman, that's Bush, outfielder, catcher slash DH, Ballesteros, third baseman, starting pitcher. Pretty good mix, but heavy outfield. And nice to see a couple of starters in there, Horton and Wicks. Kate Horton, number one. PCA, number two. Matt Shaw, number three. Kevin Alcantara, number four. And, and, And I think number five is really, really up in the air. And I from the research that I've done recently would go with Michael Bush. And I'm not talking about the goal line back for the bears. And, and Lindsay on the episode a few weeks ago, really talked about Owen Casey. I'd have him fifth. Yeah. A lot of people would, um, if he's, if he's a 30 plus Homer guy, like Lindsay said, whew, but you don't like prospects, man. That would be great. I don't dislike him. I just, I'd rather invest into the, to the current major league team. Yeah. I, I listen. I don't, you can connect with that. Of course I can. I can connect with a lot of things. That you now say. I hope these dudes come up and help, but I don't know that. And I think at the end of the day, do any of us? No. Well, I well, know no. Justin Steele's going to help out. Well, Jed Hoyer gets paid a lot of money to know that. Right. Uh, and then, and then also to, to close out this segment, keeping an eye on the teams closest to the Cubs. So again, the Cubs with nine in the top 100. Cardinals have six. Brewers have five. Reds have three, although a lot of their guys graduated this past summer to the big leagues. And the Pirates have two. The Pirates only have two guys in the top 100? Yeah. So they're not exactly a threat coming up. Uh, I wonder what Skeens is. He's got to be top five. And uh, Jesse Rogers reported the Pirates had a similar offer for Imanaga. Did you see that? No, I haven't really paid much Jesse Rogers' attention for about three years. Coming up next, we had another uh, report from a, <laughs> a local uh, person. Your buddy. And, and uh, we're not going to ever have guests on this show, <laughs> and um, except Lindsay and Miles Mastroboni. Uh, and that's and Matt fine. Mervis. Matt Mervis. That's fine. Uh, we uh, could have on Jeff Passan. Okay. I respect his work. And um, let's 
find out who that person is that may be of trade interest to the Cubs right after this. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are in full force, and there is plenty of time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. This weekend, I have my eyes on the 49ers and the Packers amongst uh, really four solid games coming up and new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use and there are so many different ways to bet. You could bet with the live same game parlay. You could find bets in the new explore tab and you could make a parlay in the parlay hub and so much more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to Ibotta, as today's episode is also brought to you by Ibotta. The new year for many people means resolutions to save money. So stop shopping without getting anything in return and start getting cash back on every purchase you make with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app. That gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Join the over 50 million savers and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5.00. Just for trying it by using the code LOCKEDONMLB when you register. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, and use code LOCKEDONMLB. The Cubs are interested in trading for Guardians closer Emmanuel Classe, according to a report on Tuesday from 670. The scorer's Bruce Levine, who is also seen increased air time on marquee i noticed cubs and guardians of course have been linked for a couple of months both of us um here on the show have have gotten uh you know reports of that internally as well and similar to our tuesday episode that dropped sam uh with a focus on josh Hader, class a would be an immediate upgrade to the bullpen He would slide everyone back a rung on the depth chart down in the pen. And he has a great resume. Yeah. I just always don't know what these reports is. It is it somebody from the Cubs trying to leverage one of the free agent relievers and saying the Cubs could do something different and pivot. I think it would be very costly. Class A's on a pretty team-friendly deal. I want to say something like five for 20, something like that. And he's signed through 26 still. Yeah. And you know, he's great. I mean, he's one of the best relievers in the game. I mean, we talked about Hayter. Um, you know, we talked about uh, Bautista. I mean, he's in that he's in that realm. So I think, you know, it, it would be very costly. I'd rather the Cubs just spend a little bit. And, and I will say, and I know this is a little bit irrational because I don't want the Cubs to overspend, but I, I do hope that they make another significant free agent signing besides Cody Bellinger, because right now just the 15 million for Imanaga for next year. And then maybe let's say it's about 20 to 23 for Bellinger. You know, I was hoping at least 50 million um, in, in free agent signings for right. 
2024. So I don't want them to keep taking these little shortcuts because I want a big market mindset with small market execution. But on the other hand, Emmanuel Classe is a star. Um, and if they traded for him and he was the guy getting the ninth inning, I would be really excited about it. I know that I basically, you know, try to answer it both sides there, but you know, here's a guy, 101, 102 mile an hour cutter. He's got wicked off speed stuff. He, he didn't have a, a, a dominant great year by his standard last year, but he is since he's been in the league, he has been one of the best relievers in baseball and he would be by far the best the Cubs would have to offer. By far, he's led baseball in saves each of the last two years. Career ERA of two on the dot, uh, signed through 2026, one of the larger appeals there as well. So you talk uh, about cost and return. That's definitely two of the things that um, would, would obviously need to be ironed out, but, but it would cost uh, a good amount for good reason. But if I had to pool players that have ever been linked to the Cubs really since uh, early October, I would say Class A for me in terms of trade candidates is closer to the top of the list. And even if I scroll up on my show outline and look at the nine prospects in the BP top one, 101 and why they did 101 instead of 100 is makes me <laughs> chuckle. Um but if Matt Shaw is this good, where does James Triantos play? So, so that could be a starting point for Class A. Yeah. If 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 Happ and Suzuki are here, and Bellinger and PCA, then where are Casey and Alcantara going to play? Right. So the capital is there. If you want to get a star closer on the trade market with Class A, you can. Right, but the easier counter- said than done. But no, it's not two starting points right there. Triantos and, and Casey. No, but the, it's not easier said than done. It's the problem is is does getting Emmanuel Class A right now move the needle for you to feel like you he's going to win you a World Series, or would you rather wait another year and see what Triantos does, see what El Contra does, see what the rest of the guys do? That's the debate. That's the internal debate. Wow. How well, yeah, good are we going to? How good are we going to be in 2024? Or do we really want to give up more prospect capital for a guy that probably increases our win total by about two or three and makes us feel good about winning a division? That That's the debate. Because we know Jed Hoyer is looking for a long reign of success. He's not looking for an 87-win division title and trying to sneak in a World Series appearance and then be done. He wants sustained success, and so that's the question. That's why, for me, it makes more sense to just go spend a little coin. Yes. And, and, and I'd like to see them do that. Well, that is a great question, which is not, no surprise that that you that you would ask something like that. And the thing is, for me, though, well – how much more capital they want to spend. They've only done it with Ferris and Hope so far uh, to the Dodgers last week. And I think Class A being signed for three more years would qualify as a guy that you'd make that investment in. Um, but but really, yeah, all, I, all, but all good questions, though. I don't disagree with you. Um, I'm just playing the devil's advocate. Yeah, no, it's good. And why I want to see the Cubs rack up some, some free agent signings so they can – have their cake and eat it too and get better in 2024 and get to wait and see what happens with these prospects. I want Tom Ricketts to pull out the checkbook and I want to be a top five or six team payroll team in the bigs. All right. Well then yeah, 150 over six for Bellinger. 
a hundred for five for Hader. Let's and we'll see everybody yeah. February fifteenth. And and Levine in that quote did say the Cubs don't like to spend big money on big relievers, which is one of the reasons they want to pivot to the hard throwing right hander from Cleveland. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. All right, coming up next, we have a segment returning zero to one hundred of a little opening day variety. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Jace. Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five Different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs and respiratory infections, among others. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And use code locked on to get $20 off your order. We're back here on Locked On Cubs. Thanks for spending your Wednesday with us. Zero to 100, babe. And the Cubs bench has pretty much remained static uh, since the season ended, the 2023 campaign. Uh, really, it's a it's a, a bench of assumption. Um, and so among the, the couple transactions last week, among maybe the prospects that are emerging i wanted to take stock from you sam on on the the main bench mix right now and what are their chances of being on the team on march 28th ready cool and then i have i have a zero to 100 for you as well all right so i got i got five uh names here what shirt are you wearing the first share position oh this is from radio fam listen to my podcast very cool yeah uh, what is that? A bull shirt? Yeah, the nineteen ninety. Fantastic. So chances <laughs> that Nick Madrigal makes the opening day roster. That was good. That was good. Um, seventy-five percent. Seventy-five. Yeah, I think it might even be a tad higher. Yeah, um, you're probably right. And Mastro is the next guy, Sam. I think. What is he? He's probably closer to fifty, right? I'm looking at the Cubs and looking for the Cubs and Grub uh, thing on the side. I was going to post that up, but uh, oh, I don't know. I could find it. Um, Mastro, ooh, yeah. I feel like the Michael Bush thing wasn't great for him. Um, I would probably, I'd probably caution. I'd probably go towards about forty-five percent. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to put that flyer back in there. Uh, Patrick Wisdom. Ooh, um, as of right now, I would say in the '80s. Yeah, right. As of right he, now, yeah, because they I, r- right now, Matthew, they don't have a first baseman that they like versus lefties at that position. I would like to see him make it. I want to see him with counsel, but if they get somebody at third, that may then shift around the depth charts. I, I, I don't think he's. I think his role is going to be right now first base against lefties. Okay, so he's 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 uh, almost For, a lock then. Or DHing against lefties. He's yeah. going to hit versus lefties. I, so, I I would say 80s for wisdom. Yeah, so then a third base acquisition would impact Magical and Mastro then more. Yes. Way more. 
I think so. All right, Michael. Uh, Michael. Who am I, JD? Uh, or Boog? Mike Talkman. 95%. Wow. Even with uh, yep. Bellinger. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't think PCA is making the opening day roster. Right. I don't either. And finally, Miguel Amaya. Haven't talked about him in a long time. With health? Are you considering health being, assuming he's healthy? Yeah. A hundred percent. He's a backup catcher, isn't he? Well, unless they started him in Des Moines to play every day and, and had um, Alfaro on March 28th. Just something to ponder. Something to ponder. No, I'm not. Pondering. Here's the Cubs and Grub Flyer, Sam. Wednesday, February 7th in Displains. Please join us. Wednesday, February 7th, 7 to 9, Displains Theater. Tickets are at the link in the episode description. Unless you think or, or Jorge Afaro is a backup. We really want to meet you and uh, hang out, share our Cub stories, have some fun. Daniel, if you're listening from the last show, I promise we're going to get you on the show. Don't worry. Absolutely. And just, uh, just take some time. We got, we, we're busy guys here. Quick Apple podcast chart update, Sam. We're still number one in Ireland. Uh, we're number four in India, number seven in Japan. And we just went number one in another country as well, Finland. <laughs> number one in Finland. Remember when Tony Kornheiser on I'm PTA try- did this? I'm trying to think of American a f- flag. Finnish flag. Um, so that's number one in Finland, Ireland, number four in India, number seven can I, in Japan. Can I do my score? Can I do my zero to hundred for you, or are we just gonna just forget that I exist? Yes, please do that. Zero to a hundred. You and I can get together uh, this weekend to watch an American football game. Oh man, uh, can we just say Saturday? Well, uh, again. I am. It, it, that's not what. The, that's not the game, Matthew. <laughs> There's two games Saturday, two Sunday, right? Yeah, I just. No, I would I like. Would say, you know, I know you're married and all that. I stuff. would say if we're talking that early contest on Saturday, I would put it at like ninety. Oh, so so the worst one. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I, I I can't even get a prime time slot out of you anymore. I, I get the four o'clock. You might o'clock. be able to. I get the four o'clock game. <laughs> I think it's at three, right? It might be at three. But it's all I right. Would, I, I would love to get together on Saturday. Yeah, I'd like to have some bar food. Well, let's go somewhere then. Yeah, let's go somewhere. Okay. Watch CJ Stroud and, you know, talk about Eberflus or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, we I'd, could post something on X. I'd like, to order, I'd like to order some, like, bar food. I haven't had a good bar pie in a while. Yeah, well, the last time I was at something like that was with you. Yeah, we it was uh, Black Friday. Yes. You treated yourself to a bowl of chili. <laughs> That's right. So Thank you I. so much for checking out this edition of Lockdown Cubs. You give us 20 to 30 minutes, and we'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube as we are inching closer to 8,000 subs and smash the like button for the algorithm. Shout out to the audio peeps. Whenever and wherever you may be listening, perhaps even internationally on Apple, Spotify, and more. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.
Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Locked On Cubs. And catch us live if you're in the Chicagoland area, Wednesday, February 7th at the Displays Theater. We're going to do a live podcast. We're going to do trivia, games, and a whole lot more, plus a special dinner and drinks menu. It's Locked On Cubs live in person Wednesday, February 7th at the Displays Theater. Tickets at the link in this episode description. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.